When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Hearts and Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you're new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. I'm so excited and happy to have you. So today we are going to be covering more information about why is it that we stop using our intuition? What causes us to not utilize that great ability that every single one of us has. So we're going to cover that today. I'm so excited to just dive in deeply on this because I think it's really important. Yeah, we can learn all about what intuition is and what it means and what it feels like. But when we understand why we stop using it, it can help us to get back on track to start trusting it again when we realize the reasons why we're not doing something. So I hope you're just as excited as I am. So let's go ahead and dive in. So one of the biggest reasons why we stop utilizing our intuition is because we never felt comfortable enough to truly start. So if you grew up in a household where you had very dominant personalities, maybe a very authoritative parent that didn't really allow for you to be an individual, didn't allow for you to really think for yourself and just had a lot of control over you, this could be one of the reasons why your intuition can feel a little stunted. It may feel uncomfortable to even acknowledge your intuition. It's something that can be easily dismissed because you've been conditioned to be controlled. And sometimes when we go through a conditioning of control, we may either comply or we may become very defiant. So if we become defiant during the time of control that is placed upon us, we will rebel So even if something is in our best interest, we will ignore it completely just because we don't want to feel a sense of control. So we become very defiant in that matter. And we totally don't even take the time to tune in with our intuition because we are so adamant about not being controlled. We are focused on the fear of being controlled versus the true nature and authenticity of who we are. So control and feeling dominated and having a strong authoritative parent or caregiver during your childhood can be one of the main reasons why you may feel uncomfortable to really utilize that intuition because you didn't have a lot of freedom. If you've been following me for a while, and if you tuned into the Healing Your Feminine Energy series, that's where we really dive in and cover a lot of that information because the intuition is very much tied to the feminine energy. 
So if you felt very restricted, if you didn't feel safe, if you didn't feel like you had any type of stability, it can really wreak havoc on your ability to feel safe enough to go within. You may constantly be in that mode of survival that you don't even take the time to just tune in with yourself. So that's one of the biggest reasons why a lot of us don't use our intuition. The second reason why we stop utilizing our intuition is because so many of us are taught to doubt ourselves. We are taught to doubt ourselves from either our parents, family members, our peers, social media, the media in general. Now, you know, like social media is a very big thing right now because it is just this unfiltered filter. You catch my drift here? Like it's unfiltered. It's not moderated at all. So it's like anybody could make anything. Anybody could post anything, whatever. But it's still coming through this filter of a very repressed energy. And we don't always know the source of where that comes from. So social media, a lot of times, what is being shared and posted is coming from a very repressed source. It is our unhealed shadows that come out to play quite often through social media. Even when we have the best intentions, there's a tone that's underneath it that creates that filter. Ironically, what do we use on social media? Our filters, right? So it's this filter that's there. But what's coming through is not moderated. So as I said, it's, it's coming from this unfiltered filter. And so I don't want to put so much emphasis on like, oh, social media is killing our intuition because our intuition has been controlled for centuries just by having other people in power above us or having the perception of someone in power above us, right? So it's just a new way of us having our intuition being tainted just a bit if we're not in tune with ourselves. It's very illusionary. So illusions are very closely related to intuition. They're in the same ballpark. They're not the same thing. But illusions really trick the mind. And the intuition is something that is not tangible as well. So you can get yourself stuck in this trap of illusion and what's real and what's not real. And a lot of times that intuition kicks in before the quote unquote reality. So it can feel like your intuition is an illusion if you're not truly anchored in who you are. So that's another reason why we doubt ourselves is because we don't know what's real from not real, what's an illusion, what's reality, what's really happening, what's not really happening, is this in my head, is this, you know, you're kind of like all over the place. But the thing about doubt is that we are taught to doubt through the information that we perceive, through the information that is placed upon us, that is put in front of our eyes, that is said directly into our ears. We are taught to doubt everything of who we are through the form of comparison, through feeling rejected, right? We feel rejected so easily. Why? 
Why? Because love is the first currency. It's the first thing we know of exchange of energy. And so when we don't receive that exchange of energy on whatever level that is, we feel that sense of rejection and it hurts. We reject ourselves before we even give ourselves the chance to try. And so therefore we get stuck in this trap of doubt, doubt and fear. And we wonder why we don't know which way to go. Many times that's done on purpose. Because that is the only way that anyone else can have control over you is to instill fear and doubt in you. They cannot change your inner knowledge. They cannot change your intuition. They cannot redirect your internal GPS system. Only you can do that. But they can find small loopholes, which we all may have, of insecurities. They may tap on that. Tap on it a little bit more, dig a little deeper. And if you're not strong within yourself, they will convince you of why you should trust them versus trusting yourself. They will convince you that you're not worthy. They will convince you that you are so insecure. They will convince you that you should doubt everything you know so they can have power over you. So doubt is really the biggest reason why we don't trust that intuition, but know that the doubt's not coming from you. You have been taught to doubt yourself. I want to teach you to trust yourself, not doubt yourself. And anyone that comes into your life that tries to put an inkling of doubt anywhere in your life, know that it's not to be taken personally. Know that it's not a vendetta against you. It is coming from someone that has only been conditioned to live in fear. That may not mean, oh my gosh, I'm so afraid of everyone. I'm afraid of everything. Fear manifests itself in so many ways. It manifests itself in feeling superior to others, right? It manifests itself in feeling inadequate. It manifests itself in being cocky or arrogant. It manifests itself in different ways. So you have to be mindful of when someone is instilling a little bit of doubt in you. If you know that you've done something that's worked for you, you feel good about it, you're on the right path, you're healthy, you're not hurting anybody. It has gotten you through everything that you know yourself to be, right? And someone that doesn't really know you, they haven't been by your side every waking moment of your life, can come in and they can just add just a little questionable tone. Well, do you really think you can do that? Well, what about this? Oh, have you heard about that? They will instill that fear in you. Why? Because they pick up that you trust yourself. That makes them feel uncomfortable because they don't trust themselves. So it's important for you to be aware of these things. When someone is trying to instill doubt and fear in you, this is typically going to be someone that's very dependent on other people. They don't trust themselves and they don't trust their own intuition. This is the way they operate. They're not trying to harm you, but this is the way that they feel a sense of control. Another way a reason why we doubt ourselves or 
we don't trust our intuition is because of guilt. What is guilt? Let's dive into guilt a little bit more. Guilt is an unprocessed emotion. Guilt comes from something that's lingering from you doing something that you've done out of fear that you haven't processed just yet. Maybe you acted out of character. Maybe you did something that you normally wouldn't do. Maybe you said something you really didn't mean, but you are acting out of frustration or fear or rejection or whatever negative emotion you're feeling. And you will carry that sense of guilt. You're carrying that sense of guilt as a form of punishing yourself for something you've done because we all have an internal judicial system. We feel like maybe we didn't do the right thing at some point and nobody else knows anything about it. Like that's the thing about guilt, right? It's a secret punishment. Nobody else knows you did anything wrong, but you know you did something wrong, right? Or maybe... Someone felt that you did something wrong to them and you haven't acknowledged it. You haven't talked about it. You haven't forgiven yourself for it. There hasn't been any resolution, nothing. You're going to carry that guilt. When you carry that guilt and you're punishing yourself, you're sabotaging yourself. The last thing you're going to do is listen to your intuition. Why? The intuition is what's going to put you on the right track. But if you haven't resolved or come to a place of peace over an action or thought or whatever you've done in the past, you're not going to trust your intuition because you want to continue to punish yourself. It doesn't feel like it sometimes. Like sometimes we think of punishment as, oh, maybe you're going to consciously do something where uh, you starve yourself for a few days or you, you do some self-harm or whatever. Just doing something that's not in your best interest is a form of punishment. And it creeps in in different ways. Procrastinating, right? Not going after what it is that you want, even though it's right there in front of you. You're punishing yourself for something. You have to let go of the guilt. Do whatever is necessary to focus on some resolve there. And you'd be surprised. Taking the steps towards resolving the thing that you feel guilty about is a lot less scary and heavy than the actual guilt. So when you release that guilt, you will automatically begin to feel freer and you're going to feel as though, okay, it's all right. I can trust myself again. I'm not a bad person. I don't need to keep beating myself up over and over again because your intuition would never want you to do that. The problem is that you listen to the fear voice whenever you did something that you probably feel guilty about anyway. You didn't listen to your intuition. So if you're staying in a state of fear and guilt throughout whatever time duration that is on whatever topic or situation that it's focused on, it's the opposite of your intuition. You're still listening to the fear. You're still listening to, I'm not good enough. You're still listening to, oh, I did this horrible thing. I'm a bad person. So you're going to resist the intuition, which is going to heal the problem. Another reason why we stop using our intuition 
is if you are surrounded by a lot of people quite often, you don't take enough time to be with yourself. You resist solitude. You're codependent. You have to always be around other people constantly. Now, some of us, you know, we love to be social. We love to be around family. We love to be around friends. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But if you find it very difficult to ever be alone, to ever just be with yourself, that is, that should be the most comforting thing for you. You should feel at home when you're by yourself. Are we meant to be alone? No, we're meant to connect with others, but we shouldn't be afraid to be by ourselves. We should be able to take some time out with ourselves and feel okay without trying to escape, without trying to distract ourselves. When you can sit down, sit with yourself, turn everything off, and tune in to who you are and listen to what your voice inside is saying, that's when you can begin to trust that intuition again. But when you're so far removed from that, and you're just like, ugh, I don't want to deal with these thoughts. I don't want to deal with what's in my head. I don't want to rehash anything. I don't want to relive anything. I'm just going to distract myself with either food or alcohol or partying or mindless relationships or hookups or no, I just need to be around people. I need to travel. I need to get away from myself constantly. If you feel like you can't just sit down and be with yourself for a moment, that's the place to start. Start feeling comfortable with yourself again. It doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be scary. But it is important that you tune in with who you are so you can get to know yourself. How can you ever be on the right track in life if you don't know yourself, right? You don't know what you like. You don't know who you are. You don't know your dreams or aspirations. You don't even trust that it's capable of you doing them. You've only been force-fed what everyone else has told you. Your mind is not even your mind anymore. It's everyone else's opinions of you that's running on repeat, that's affecting the way that you're living your life, but you still feel like something is missing. You still feel like you're going around in circles, but you're not hitting the target because you are not in it. That intuition, your internal education system is not present. It's there but it's not present. It's not activated. You're not listening to it. The wonderful thing about your intuition is that it will never, ever leave you. You only leave it, but it is always there. It is your protection system, that divine connection to the highest power to help you navigate through your life in the best way. And then one of the other reasons why we don't trust our intuition is because we may be very skeptical. But being skeptical in a sense of being skeptical with ourselves. Like it's easy to be skeptical with, oh, you know, they're talking about stuff that's on the news or National Enquirer or whatever. But when you have a voice in your head that says, maybe you should try this or maybe take that step in that direction. You're like, nah, no, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't add up. Like, how is that even going to work out? Like, look at all of the things that are going on in my life right now. You're focused very much on what's in your face right now, 
right? The intuition is for you to navigate through something. So it's going to always be future oriented. It's not going to harass you about the past. And it's not going to say, look at the evidence in front of you right now. It's always going to be future oriented. So of course, it's not always going to make sense because you don't consciously know what's ahead of you. But if you trust it a little bit more, you'll see that a lot of times that intuition kicks in right at the nick of time. Sometimes it's not so far out that it's like five years from here, right? A lot of times that intuition is letting you know something that's very close in proximity of coming towards you in some way. It's up to you to resist it or to listen to it, to flow with it or to say no to it. It's completely up to you. But it is always there. And a lot of times, many of us feel as though we have poor decision-making skills. So we feel like, oh, I can't make good decisions. When I make a decision, everything falls apart. So you find other people to make decisions for you. You don't take accountability for your life. You feel uncomfortable to make decisions. And you tie that in with your intuition. But those are two different things. Making a decision is the outcome. But the source of where you pull the reasons why you make the decisions are different. You can either pull from fear and doubt and what someone else has told you and what someone tells you they think you should do. Or you can pull from your intuition. You've been with yourself for your entire life. Nobody else has been with you as much as you've been with you. Not even your parents, not your family members, nobody. You've been with you since before you even came onto this planet, right? You've been with you since you were in the womb. You've been with you since your past life. Nobody knows how deep your intuition is but you. So if you feel like you make poor decisions, you have to look at what source did you pull that decision from? Did you make it out of, oh, I'm not good enough, so I just want someone to accept me? Or, oh, I feel guilty, so I did this. Or, well, I saw on this, you know, news story that this is going on, so I should do that. Or, my friends or my family told me I should do this, so I did that. Guess what? How did that, how did the result come from that? What result did you have from that? Probably not very good or wasn't as fulfilling as it would be if it were your own decision. But when you pull from a place of caring for yourself, loving yourself, or just that inner voice, sometimes you don't even have to have a reason. You don't have to have all the knowledge. You don't have to have all the facts. You don't have to say, this is why I'm doing this. Sometimes you just do it. You don't know why, but it shows you later. I've had so many instances where that has happened to me, where I feel a natural pull and urge to go somewhere, to do something. And I don't know why, I just feel like, oh, okay. And it starts to feel better and I feel good as I'm making the decision. You will always feel positive when you're making the best decisions for you. You will always feel positive. You're never going to have like that weight or, oh, I just feel so horrible. You might feel a little challenged. You might feel a little bit like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm doing it. You might feel that. But you're not going to feel, oh, I'm a horrible person because of this decision I'm making for myself. No, you're not going to feel that. So 
Those are just some of the various reasons why we stop using our intuition. And as you can see through societal norms and how it wants to have control over its people, many of us do not trust that intuition, but I do feel a shift where people are becoming more awakened to their own inner power. And that is something that's so amazing to me. And I hope that we continue on this path. So hopefully this has been helpful for you to understand, you know, hey, like, why am I not in tune with myself? Which one is it? This can be some of the reasons why. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Definitely stay tuned for more. This is Heart Blend Podcast.